Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. Wednesday night, time for a street fight. Hope you're ready to do this thing. Uh, we are here. The audio is working. We've been working on it all goddamn day. But uh, we now... <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking. we're all looking at this screen, <laughs> hoping right. that it works. Um, uh, thank you for being here. As always, we are going to keep trudging along through any sort of technical difficulties that we may have, but I believe things are fixed once and for all. Um, we just finished up uh, watching Forged in Fire for the Patreon bonus show, so that's going to be coming soon to a Patreon near you. And we have coming out tomorrow our uh, interview with Garth from the Crackdown podcast is going to be coming out. Somebody... Uh, that was actually requested, and then they got a hold of us, which is really cool. Because when we had, when I said we were doing a show at Crackdown, people were like, "Shit, really? Oh, that's awesome!" And I'm like, after doing the show and listening to the Crackdown podcast, and it's been a crazy week for kind of drug war news and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's an important show. I think we're gonna give it to everybody, not yeah. just the bonus people. Yeah. So every listener, podcast subscriber will get the Crackdown show. So, because um, that needs to get out there, like absolutely right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, um, let me see. We are the number one anarcho comedy radio show in any station across the nation. If you didn't know that already, if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, we are the horizontally organized party of people ready to take over all the hierarchies and flatten them into one egalitarian flat earth uh, where we can all get along and work a lot less. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quimby. And we're going to start off with some really good fucking news. Uh, for those of you that remember, uh, our sound engineer, Jake, uh, got in trouble with some Facebook posting and a state rep or I don't know what he was exactly. Um, but we have some good news and uh, Jake is here to share it with us. So please welcome to the show, Jake. Hey, you were railroaded by the government, Jake. How you feeling? I right feel what, the, what, what was the outcome of let's, I mean, we can quickly encapsulate what happened. There was a post to a guy's page who was, what's his name? Wasn't even his page. I, I posted on, I shared an article and posted something on my page. Did not contact this dude whatsoever. And long story short, I got arrested for it. And that was last September and just got the verdict like yesterday. So they dragged it out for yes. a very long time as people in the court right. system know that's a really good way to fuck somebody's life up for a few months. You're not punished, but you get arrested in the middle of work and you're held in limbo for until the trial is done, which was six months. And yeah, they took $10,000 of our street fight listeners money too. Yes. All of it. <laughs> well, yeah, the lawyers too. The lawyers. Yeah. That was another five. So, so it was, uh, it, it was arrested for posting We've all posted, and we all know how important posting is, and how it's really, it's like breathing, really. Posting is a lot like breathing, where it's like, we have to post. Everybody has to. I'm going to share what's on my mind. It's just this world we live in. It's like, I wake up, I post. I go to bed, I post. You know, you can even schedule posts to happen while you're asleep. Yeah. True. You know? 
make sure you're always posting. But he, you, you posted something that pissed a guy off. Uh, what was what was what was the? I, I don't want to make you say it because well, you're not guilty. So you yeah, I'm not guilty. So what what I said was was I just shared an article because basically this dude um, said along the lines in the article that about the 11 year old girl that got tased by the police in Cincinnati. He basically said that she deserved it, and then any time that basically kids get killed by the police, then they pretty much deserve it. You know, very. Uh, not very, not very nice guy. Like honestly, yeah, worse very... than what you said. It's yeah, the way yeah. We talked about this. I mean, you got well. Maybe somebody will go back and find the show from around them. Me and Brett told the whole story as much as we could. Obviously, you weren't allowed to talk. You were in yeah. jail, and they were fucking with you for months and months and months and dragging it out and shit. And uh, I don't know what what all you're allowed to say about it, but there was a lot of like they they were trying to paint you as a communist. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so some of the evidence that they had against me besides the Facebook post that they tried to use as evidence was um, all the memes that I've posted on my page. It was like six pages of on all the all memes. That's all it was. Did you have a cover photo with like a, a bunch of like women soldiers that had rifles in there? Yeah, or like flowers in their rifles. Yeah, like flowers in their rifles and. Uh, the when I was getting questioned by the police, they were like, uh, "Are you anti-police?" and just saying all this stuff. That and had to suck because you're you're in your mind. You're like, "Yes, I am," but <laughs> I'm not gonna like tell you that in this room right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, like it's so weird for us. In a way, there was a part of it that was like, "Are they gonna fucking go back and listen to our show?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and then start bringing shit because we have said very bad stuff on this show. <laughs> yeah. And actually... I, I the, not the, bad enough, apparently. <laughs> the funny part of the... One of the funnier parts about this is, and we can talk about this now, like, a little better, is that, like, right after you got picked up, you got picked up right after... Can what? I... Did you... You never said what the post was. Oh, okay. Oh, the post... Just want to make said, sure we get the whole thing in it's, there. It said, somebody please kill this piece of shit. Y'all want me to believe in the government where people like this are put in power. He he remembers it. I would remember that post. Yeah, word yeah. for word. Word like, for word. I remember word. the post I last did, but I would remember that. And it, it would be different if, like, I... It wouldn't be different. It wouldn't be different anyway. I didn't contact the guy. You didn't do anything nothing. wrong, by the way. Like, yeah. it wasn't like... Uh, I, for me, when I thought about it at first, it, it's like you you go through this thing when something happens to somebody that, that like, you don't... I don't... I don't have your brain or anything like that. But in my mind, it was like, ah, God, I wish he didn't say kill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, in my mind. But I'm sure you oh, yeah. wish. Oh, yeah. I wish I. say kill. You know? Wish, but, oh, thousand percent. But then it's also, it's tough because, like, in, in natural conversation, like, if we're talking about somebody, we don't dislike them. We fucking hate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if, yeah. if you don't want just somebody to go away, you want them fucking dead. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah, and the like, way that people talk. And, but even then, though, like that first impulse you have to like second guess a person that does something, where where like I said, I was like, God damn, I wish he didn't say kill. But then I like two minutes after I thought that it was like he said, I wish someone would kill this guy. That's like I can see that, it's saying, an awful wish. It's mean, very mean, very mean. <laughs> yeah, and right, it is cold blooded. So, I'm sorry for this. being so. Mean. That's what the uh, uh, the judge uh, 
when they were when I had the court thing to get rid of uh it was a hearing to motion in limine, which is like to uh get rid of some of the evidence that was being used against me before I had the actual trial. The motion and lemonade, yeah. Motion lemonade, motion and lemonade. That would be sure. awesome. I wish it was that. Tell me, like, there was lemonade, and there are like enough water in the courtroom. I motion for a lemonade, <laughs> Great, but, uh, I'm parched, uh, sweat bullets. Over the plug at Ruby Tuesdays, basically, of, uh, the uh, Red Robin kind of lemonade, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stra- Wendy's actually has pretty good strawberry yeah. lemonade too. Five dollar ass lemonades. Yeah. Oh god, nothing better than a five dollar lemonade. <laughs> That's a good drink. Uh, but I, I, I want to. What I was saying is that, like, at first, it's like my first instinct is to second guess. But then, like, the next thing I thought is like, this isn't even a fucking threat unless he's like sitting with a genie. At the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know I mean? That's true. Like if there was a genie in the room, he'd be like, "Oh, that was fucked up." What you just if he, did? If he was holding a lamp, he took a selfie with the lamp. He's like, "I'm about to wish this motherfucker dead." <laughs> no, don't do it. Fucking throwing a, a coin in a wishing well and saying, yeah. "Is even maybe even that is something?" But it's like Smart. you can wish all fucking kind. You should be allowed to wish anything you want in this world. Because it doesn't mean shit. The SWAT team would show up with like a tactical cork to put in the end of the the, (laughs) the lamp. And when I talked to Charles, uh, when I I talked to a few lawyer friends of ours, Mm. and, uh, you know, they they were kind of like, well, if like he doesn't have, like he doesn't have some crazy amount of power where he could make people do it. Yeah. (laughs) Like I think it's going to be okay, but it's not okay. I don't got like a death notebook or something. I'm not just sitting in my house like. But they did like really pause your life. Yeah. For for six months, and it's it's fucked up that 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 they were. Yeah, I could I couldn't work just because even it was originally terroristic threats. That's what the original charge was, and then I didn't get indicted on that. They lowered it, and I got indicted on telecommunications harassment. And basically, even though that was just a misdemeanor. No place will hire you when you have an open case because they're worried that you're going to get indicted on something else. Right. So yeah. this whole time, if like if I had been working for Street Fight, I would have been like, yeah, we we will hire you even if you're gonna yeah. get indicted. Yeah, Which I don't think I, we have plenty of people working for us that have been to jail. <laughs> um, I know. Uh, the the one thing was uh, I I think I, I'm pretty sure I can say this. Like in court, they uh, when they were trying to get the evidence uh, removed, they said basically, uh, I don't. Uh, besides showing, they said I had a disgusting, immoral sense of humor. <laughs> okay, but they yeah, said I can't get arrested for that. Okay, so I was like, that was good. Attorneys have to say that too. No, it was. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if I that's, a matter, that's a matter of taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, it's not immoral. No, the funny, the funniest thing was though was. <laughs> Um, it wasn't funny, but it was funny at the same time. See, setting in court and hearing a prosecutor explain what a meme is to a judge, I never thought that would happen. Dude's like, <laughs> uh, there was one picture I posted, and it was, uh, I said, got me feeling like something. I'm not going to say because it, it doesn't matter, right? But um, the prosecutor was like, and um, got me feeling like is uh, some sort of memes that are on the internet, and this is another example. And he pulled out other examples of memes. And I was like, this is like, how much money is being used right now yeah. just to like 
show memes on the internet and then like how <laughs> to much a judge mo- yeah to, to a judge that's supposed to make a decision about your life yeah <laughs> what are these preposterous <laughs> words matched up well this is one of my favorite characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 man what a fucking world we live in what yeah david becker uh john john, john becker pecker john, john Pe- pecker pecker yeah. no i was nervous he's gonna how. sue us now he's like they called me a penis I hope that you're having the greatest life. Yeah. Yeah, you know I what I mean? That's that's all I'm saying. I, I hope somebody gives you a big old well, hug. He, I, I, I didn't get to speak to you about it, but is is there a history of this guy doing this? From what I've heard, I guess, yes. From what I heard, there is. So it, he's brought people from as far as Florida here yeah, that's to what, uh, bust them for shit they said on the internet. Yeah, that's what I have heard. Yeah, I mean, these guys, man. Like I, it just they're so freaked out because and just this shit ca- has been being said. But here's the other thing, dude. I wish somebody would kill this guy has been being said by people about politicians forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it just because they wrote it and were that that that's what these boomers are. Dude. They can print it out and use it as evidence in court. Right. These boomers think, and I'm convinced of this. Okay, and this is people always like, what is the what is the thing that rotted these boomers' minds? What is the thing that fucked them up? Why do they like believe that there are uh, people that run up to you at the gas station and like put not tell you to smell this perfume and it's knockout gas? Like, why do they believe all that stuff? Or the AIDS needle underneath the right. uh, gas tank thing? <laughs> I think they believe that stuff because they come from a time where it was like everything on that screen. Everything on the screen is true. The news wouldn't lie to you. No, the they, stuff coming from the screen. It's every, on a screen. It was a paper, though. Right. And they're reading words. That's a key. They're reading. They're not, like, having it said to them. If yeah. they have it said to them, they're like, ah, it's bullshit. There's That's malarkey. Spin. <laughs> yeah, they're spin. But they think, because it's like. There's Someone wrote people, this out. Yeah, somebody wrote. I, I mean, what? He really. Like, the guy got his fucking feelings hurt. Yeah, he did. That is what happened. He said something vile, and he got his feelings hurt, and then he ruined somebody's life for six months. And it's fucking sick, man, because, I mean, you know, all joking aside, we've joked a lot about this, but it has been pretty difficult for, for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> even even just to show you uh, the nice bureaucracy that's when it comes to anything, period, like, I was in jail here. I got out. I had to go turn myself in down there because they never came to get me. So when I went to turn myself in down there, I had a court date set up, blah, blah, blah. I was locked up down there. Part of the reason why I got locked up down there, even though I had a... Because I was originally charged with a felony, and then um, they lowered it to a misdemeanor. But since since they lowered it to a misdemeanor, I had a warrant for the misdemeanor. And I had showed up to court. And since you show up to court with a warrant, they have to arrest you. The judge was like, it's cool. You already, you know, we'll just go ahead and get you out on OR bond, own reconnaissance and everything. And the the prosecutor and the judge signed off on it, right? And they were like, but until this paperwork gets sent over to the sheriff's office, you have to just be in jail. It should only be like a few hours. And I was like, I was like, all right, dope. They both agreed on it. But um, I'm sitting there waiting. And then my lawyer shows back up in the jail and he doesn't look very happy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well... The sheriff's office wouldn't accept the uh, letter from the judge because he was a felony judge and not a misdemeanor judge. And this was on a Friday before um, 
before what was it Columbus Day on Monday. Yeah. And so I had to stay in jail until they could get a hold of a uh, misdemeanor judge just because it was a wrong name or wrong type of signature from a judge, wrong judge signature on a piece of paper, even though the prosecutor and the ju- I had a judge sign off. So you sat in jail for four days because of that? Well, it was actually uh, five. Yeah, it was five more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, that was the thing. Um, In Southern Ohio, uh, everything came with cornbread. They didn't give you like actual. Even the South, neither. Get out yeah. of here with the cornbread. Wow. They didn't Cheap. even. They didn't give you like bread. They give you blunt. They would give you bologna sandwiches. Oh, and but like the sandwiches, they, they they wouldn't they wouldn't give you they wouldn't give you uh, bread with the bologna sandwiches. They gave you a piece of cornbread and then you can like cut it in half and then you kind know mash it up. Your, your I'm dad not, would punch you in the face for saying what about vegans in jail he's so a, mad at you for being like they're gonna eat the goddamn bologna see I'm a, I'm a goat I'll eat anything but it was just Columbus Columbus jails it was it was weirder just because it was like they wake you up at like four o'clock in the morning so you can get some milk okay okay nice milk yeah. and then they have milk. breakfast like a couple hours later they got coffee there no uh, you know what he loved? You know he was real into the slippers. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was saying to me, he was like the hey, Bob Barkers. Hey man, you can get the Bob Barker slippers. You can buy them in bulk, and they're only like four dollars a piece. Yeah, you can sell them. Nice? You can sell them in the street fight store. I'm like, man, we're not gonna sell fucking <laughs> jail slippers <laughs> in the street fight they, store. They, they look. <laughs> some of them look kind of dope though, and you can get off like obviously. Wouldn't want to order anything off there just because it's you like you're, give them any money. You're, yeah, you're supporting like prison stuff. You know what right. I mean? But it's like uh, Brett thought that was like the real Bob Barker for a period. <laughs> no, I didn't. I ain't gonna stunt. I, I didn't did think it too. was the real guy. There, no, there was a guy at work that spent like a good half hour telling me over and over again, like, "Yeah, man, it's fucked up. Bob Barker's son was in jail, <laughs> and he just wanted to make sure that his kid was taken care of. So like, he became like a prison advocate, and wanted to make sure that." You know, he can make shit. He, that, this guy told me that for like a fucking half hour. Oh, wow. A million different ways. Dude, I ain't trying to be a dick, but the Bob Barker slips don't actually look all that bad. Really? That's you know? that's what I'm saying, man. They got no, they got like multiple ones. And they have... Well, I'm going to get my own design. I'm going to rip those off then and put them in a the store. And you can get a pack of like, it's either 12 or like 24 just regular hats, like <laughs> trucker hats for like 20 bucks. You sure. go flip those in the street, man. <laughs> yeah. Put some little logos on it. That's like you should have got the. And and I know we're you know we're we're gonna get into like stories in a minute, but you there's chips in jail in prison Mm -hmm. that are supposed to be like super great and popular. That Uh like when people get out, they'll be like, "Damn, I wish I could get those (laughs) chips again." But they don't sell them in stores, so there are things in jail that are. I mean, you don't want to go. Well, see, well that's that's the thing too is like everybody that's in jail that knows that they're in there for something is going to be there for a long time. All of them want to go to prison just because like prison has it. Prison is a lot better opportunities to do certain stuff there, but jail is just kind of like they're just making you. Sit in a room. Dude, yeah, I like, would totally wear these flip flops though, for real. If we could get these on the screen real quick, <laughs> I would wear these flips. <laughs> Are they that good? Are they that? Dope? I mean, I'm gonna bring yo, them up on the. the it's like has Lil the, Pump ripped them off or anything? Yo, the the you got you got pull up the ones. Uh, it's it's the shoes that they're like leather at the bottom, and they're obviously all like got the Velcro straps. There and it I'm, is. 
there's the look on your screen, Brett. You should be able oh, to see it there. Sorry. Uh, that these are kind of fresh. I think. Yeah, I, I could, would wear those. I could dig those for yeah. the summer. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm a I'm a no shoestrings type of guy, so like I really I really like not having shoes like shoes that you can yeah. just slip, slip on, on. You know what I mean? God, I'm dying thinking like you went to jail and you were like, <laughs> man, the fashion here is just something else. Yeah, I mean you are. I to be fair, you're a comfortable guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. Like, I don't see you in jeans very much. You're I like, I actually I own one pair of jeans and they don't fit. Yeah, you comfy guy, J- Jake, and if. if Jail stuff is what you want to wear. You're allowed to wear it. But people will look at you a little funky on the streets. Yeah. Well, with the shoes. people that know you're wearing jail clothes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they're like, bro, you got some Bob Barkers on. I'd be like. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm like, me. for those who don't know, they'd be like, man, yeah. these shoes are fresh as fuck. Like, I have yeah. heard, though. I have heard that, like, they'll run out of them when you get in there. And, like, that they become popular and shit. Oh, yeah. I stories about dudes with, like, a bunch of Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. I've heard like where like uh, in the jail. Do, do you remember telling me that, or was that another person, Jason? There was a guy with a big bag of fucking Kool Aid that people were just freaking out. Yeah, yeah, fucking uh, nutty buddies, man. You can get get trade some nutties for like anything, bro. So the, uh, who are your cellmates down there? Like uh, they were all they were all surprisingly didn't not really like. Just lots of people like Southern Ohio. It was all like everybody was like, can't wait to get out to smoke some ice. That's all it was. It was like everybody everybody was like, dude had been in there. I forget how long. It was like a year or two. And he was like, he was in there for for a minute. A year or two in just jail? Yeah, there's a, there was a Holy dude. Shit. There was a dude that's been in there. Okay, because like for, um, what's it called? Child support, right? They don't send people to prison anymore for child support. So you, but you can get jail time. So there was a guy that's been there for like four years for child support. Fucking Christ. <laughs> how is he, that? How's he going to pay that back? I have no clue. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, exactly. You just get out and you're like, oh. Well, I mean, that's really the key to the even story Jake's telling us is that they're, jam- they just jam you up. Yeah. It's, it's not like they, you know, this beautiful, this wonderful law that you hear people like law and order. You know, or, or that you learn about in principles of democracy class in school is like it's bullshit. They, it doesn't matter if you did anything. It doesn't matter if you did anything wrong. Yeah, they can fucking jam you well, up if they want to. That was and that was the thing the whole time is that like I I'm not optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. I try to keep it down the middle. And I was like, you know, I can't. I I don't. There was times where I was like. You know, uh, looking at the evidence and thinking about this, I don't think they're not going to, they can't put Jake in jail. But then it was also times where I was like, they could just fucking, you know, sign a piece of paper or put a check mark on a piece of paper and put him in fucking jail. They've already put him in behind bars over this shit. Like, I don't know anything, actually. They're, they're, they are totally uncountable. Like, you don't know what the fuck would happen if they, you know, I don't know. I was like, I was worried. I didn't realize how worried I was until you told me you were not guilty. And then I was just like, uh, oh, my gosh. Like, I let go of all that nervous energy at one time. I mean, like, I felt guilty about what happened to you, actually. Like, I sort of, in a way, was like, because uh, me and Brett have had, like, have now, like, toned some stuff down because of this. I, I think one of the things is this happened in September, uh, the Labor Day weekend show in Chicago. Yeah. Is I one just... that's known 
by a lot of people, an exciting show, and it got pulled because we didn't want them to listen to yeah. our feed. And I had I had just posted that like the day before that happened, and then it was on my page too, and I was yeah. worried about that. We didn't want them to. So what happened was the crowd, as a joke, chanted "Kill Jeff Bezos." It was really funny, and it was really fun, and everybody had a good time, and people still do it at our shows. I'm not, but we tell them not to. But it's like I felt like. Uh, I, I, it's the first time I've ever felt like a responsibility for the, the culture that builds around my show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you're, you're a part of the Facebook group. Everybody loves you. You've rapped before the shows. And in my mind, I thought like, did I like, it's like this thing that we made like something that is violent or something yeah, like we, that. We like poisoned it, your young cousin's brain. <laughs> I'm serious. I, a, I did feel though. Into a, yeah. At times it's like when somebody around me is radical politically now, uh, like it's hard for me not to think that me and you have a little bit to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not saying we're changing minds. I'm saying if, that like we, we create me and you have created sort of a culture that, that is like political. Yeah, we talk politics, and these politics happen. And Jake has done rap. He's he's done rap. He's rap. <laughs> done rap. He's done all kinds of things and said all kinds of things. And it didn't it didn't matter. None of it fucking mattered until he was doing politics. You know. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's like, did I like just turn this guy on to politics, and then I think of it more no. as just setting up a place where you can kind of feel comfortable to say stuff, and then it's like, uh oh, the cops were listening, and now you're going to jail. Yes. Well, and then, and, then yes. that, and the other thing is like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't blame you guys for anything, just because part of the thing is, is like, I get frustrated with stuff that I see, period, and. Especially when it has the stuff to do with kids, because like that's all I've done and want to continue to do is like working with kids, not to be like I like working with kids. Not no, but to be what all... you do is super important though, and you've inspired a lot of kids to do the right thing, like a lot of at-risk kids, and you've worked with homeless people, and you've done a lot of jobs like that, and and they tried to take that away from you. You know, yeah. I I was I was just saying I would just say that like listening to you guys like. It doesn't. It actually helps with the with the anger or frustration that I feel. It actually gives a a sort of release from it. I don't think it influences me. I'm not like I'm gonna go, when I listen to Street Fight afterwards. I'm not like I'm gonna go fucking burn down a bank. You know what I mean? But that's what I we felt wanted, like that before. That's what we wanted in the early days. Yeah, like kind of like a lot of our jokes revolved around that shit. But like I just part of me was just like, man, Jake's a good guy. He's never done anything but good stuff. And then he he got tied in with us and started doing the show and started helping us out with the show and stuff like that. And now he's like, I wish somebody would kill this guy. <laughs> it's like, did I fucking? I didn't want that to happen to anybody. I'm I'm yeah. very loving, but like you know. You shouldn't have been in trouble. And what you said, I what you said to me, it's hard to say it's not like a violent speech, but yeah. it, it really was like to me. If I was reading that as like, uh, I know it was just a post, mm-hmm. but if you read something like that in poetry or in a song, or if you read if you saw something like that in a TV show or a play or something like that. It would illustrate like desperation and hopelessness. And that's mm-hmm. what it really was. It wasn't violence and it wasn't somebody attacking another, t- attacking and wanting to kill somebody. It was somebody that felt hopeless in the moment and was desperate and needed to 
like vent that feeling. You yeah, know? you gotta tap in your inner grandma and be like, "Oh, Jacob, you don't mean that." Yeah, like, as soon as you say yeah. that, I mean, yeah. well, I know, you know, one of his grandmas probably would have said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're related. Yeah, My yeah. Grandma was, Joe it, might have said, "Like, I'll be dying." Yeah, she'd be like, "Oh." She would have been a little drunk too, and then or a lot of drunk, and then yeah, drinking a half a fucking fifth of Kessler's and smoking cool non filters and saying, "I hope somebody kills this guy." <laughs> Yeah, same. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming on and talking about your your not that you weren't guilty. I think we we let people kind of well, there was a period where they thought we were in trouble because we mm. didn't want to talk about it because we didn't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, it was just like really weird period of yeah. time that was like they think we're in trouble. We're not in trouble. They're mm. they're not even looking at us. Mm. But yeah. like that, we were able. to Well, I I was out. I was worried about that originally. I was worried that they were going to try to like come at you guys somehow and you know what i mean like i didn't know how far it was gonna if they were any good down. at their job they wouldn't have they would have been they would have just they could have just shut us down they could have <laughs> they could have went so much further with it right yeah they could have played they could have got they, the dealer they could have got the dealer of the hateful thoughts yeah and they could have played audio and now oh, i know made us look well originally like originally they were, uh, I believe, because they had snapshots of some of my rap stuff, and I believe that they were trying oh. to originally wanted to post some of that. And I'm like, I say some wild shit in yeah. the music that I do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it's all music. Case. It's all entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. what this is, too. Entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment. Well, so, Jake- uh, yeah, so that covers that. I wanted to get one more thing that uh, the Street Fight group, uh, has been going crazy about, and that is, can we hear about your sex lube story? Oh, okay. Horniness. Yeah. yeah so horny over here. I'm grossed out. So, uh, I wonder if Omari's gonna see this. I don't even think he knows about it. But Omari, uh, I'm gonna apologize in advance if you see this. But uh, basically, I went to go visit one of my very close friends in Denver, and uh, he runs a uh, he's a GM of a dispensary. And uh, so needless to say, I went down there one of my and had some fun, just kind of relaxed. You know what I mean? Um, I got some um, the body oil, the THC body oil. And uh, I've actually found out now that I kind of have a weird uh, affect to CBD. And uh, sometimes it makes stuff go numb. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I tried having, you know, I was trying to enjoy myself and. Do some things with the THC oil and uh, in uh, the front and the back. And uh, basically, it all went numb and it didn't go unnumb for like a week. Jesus and, Christ. Wow. Yeah, I came home and like, uh, even like. Did you like fuck forever? No, it was it was the it was the opposite. I was so scared. He was like, oh. yeah, he was just like, my dick fell off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, uh, and yeah, it was it was the most strange it was the most strangest thing. But it was uh it was needless to say it was a great experience and I was happy that the only people I could share it with is the Street Fighters. Yeah, I'm jealous right now actually. I've never beat off with THC oil. He was before, so nervous I want to, to do buy it. sex stuff at the dispensary. Um, I was not nervous. No, well, but there was a shitload of that one. I know it just adds up so much, dude. Right, it's like sixty five dollars for like three ounces of this, shit. This motherfucker bought at least five packs of joints that hey had to leave half of them in the hotel. No, room, I didn't. But I smoked get all the dick lube. 
He was like, I ain't buying it. I'm buying sex lube next time. He just time. doesn't fucking, when it, weed's legal, he just buys joints. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Very basic. Yeah, I but mean, okay. I like the shatter and stuff too. Conrad John just called you a numb nuts. So that's, oh, that's, that was true. That was, <laughs> that is very true. Well, let, let's get some news in, okay. I guess, while we're sitting here. Uh, Jake, you know what? Stick around. Fuck it. You'll have fun. You're sitting in on a street fight. How's that sound? Oh, show. Fine with all of us. We got a third mic tonight. Weird, I mean, huh? Yeah. Weird fucking week this week. Uh, the news was kind of, I, I felt like a little slow. Uh, I did, I guess there's a couple things I want to talk about. The first one being uh, a, 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 mis- a thing I've heard people mad about all week. And uh, it, I was sort of mad about it too. But I also feel like I'm being a baby. And I want to get Brett's. I want to. I want to get your take on. I'm on. I don't okay. even know what it is. I'm trying to. Okay. Figure. So this week on Sunday, and we talked about this or early last week. Beto O'Rourke <laughs> oh. announced this fucking guy. But he has, <laughs> he has no lips. <laughs> he announced that he's running for president. Okay. And uh, so he's been doing the thing where you go around and you talk to a bunch of like white people in like a coffee shop, and what he does is. He stands on the counter, right? <laughs> and the first thing I thought when I saw it, and maybe that's just street fight. You know what I mean? It's like somebody's going to have to clean that fucking counter. Health code violation. And every, as time went on, I felt like I was nitpicking. Uh-huh. But so many people are fucking saying. like You do have to wipe gotta, it down. Right. Somebody's right. got to clean that counter. It's like a guy's shoes on a counter. And we're complaining. Listen, <laughs> listen. I complain about motherfuckers not wearing shoes in the grocery store, sure. right? This is so far over the line. These are people. Uh, I would say that his people are the type of people who would be furious at me for laying in bed in my shoes. Yeah. And there is like some people have said, and look, I can't speak for people, okay? That there are like immigrants in the country that like do have like a, like they don't love shoes on inside. Sure. There's like a cultural thing that we will wear shoes inside, but there are people that are here that are very uncomfortable with it. And again, it's just dirty. Like why do that? You know, are you as annoyed with it as I, like, am I weird for being annoyed with that? Wait, you're talking about Beto O'Rourke being dirty, right? Yeah. Just his shoes on the fuck. He's just standing. I mean, look, I don't care about that. I think it's more that like that's really presumptuous. Yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> unless like aliens are attacking, <laughs> right? That's when you can be like, everybody, listen to me. You know, like, you know, the monsters around the corner, right? That's when you stand on the desk. What is like the if desk Twilight thing? Zone is shit is happening? But like, if you're at the bar and someone stands on the desk, sweep the leg, sweep the yeah. fucking leg. Right, if somebody stood on the on the bar at the bar, you you would be annoyed by that person. Yeah, I would think I would be. And the people that yelling. work there, like, somebody the had up. a really great shut picture. The, I do the shut the like right out. <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. Just cussing this guy. Nobody wants this. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> well, it does suck when you're like hanging out at a coffee shop or something like that, and then somebody decides they want to be the center of attention oh, and start yelling. Or oh something. yeah. Attention, attention, can I ever, and you're like, I'm like, oh no, don't make eye contact. Me and Brett were at a party one time in Washington, D.C. I don't, I don't, I can't help it. I, I can't keep anything back ever. Okay. But these two people, 
were like running a campaign for something and they fucking made every single person at this party where there was just tons of fucking people at this it party. was cheap beer cheap liquor uh, just ounces of weed being smoked and then they made this announcement about this yeah they were, they were like everybody get your phone out and they were and then it was like nobody did and they're like no you get out your phone and then they were like no you get out your phone too and made every single person get out their phone it was really fucking uncomfortable they, like, and they wanted to... us to venmo a campaign for something i don't know what it was and i'm totally i think we should be raising more money for people who need it. We helped Jake raise the money for his defense and stuff. We I donated to a uh, GoFundMe this week for a guy that needed $8,500 to get bailed out of a, uh, one of those ICE detention centers. And, like, I, I mean, I'm okay with... I mean, I wish we didn't have to do it, but, like, I'm okay with it. But, like, in person is, like, a little bit different to me. And it, it was, was a bold energy. So, uh, it felt uh, My so favorite it was it, Nick, it, Nick Hayes, our, the video guy. Mm -hmm. He said, dude, I only have $10 in my fucking bank account right now. <laughs> like, that's what they said. They kept bothering him to get it out. And he's like, I have no money in my bank. I'm like, I'm borrowing money to be here. I have, can't <laughs> give you anything. Yeah. It, what is, do you think his, what do you think? The type of person that, like, takes over a room. Because I have a few things. Like, I think Beto O'Rourke is, like, uh, the worst. I, like, actually, at first I thought he was, like, a guy at a party that wouldn't be bad to be around. Like, I want to have a drink with this guy. I thought he could pull off the I want to have a drink with this guy thing. For a certain type, he does. Yeah. No, and, he has, like, those, like, sleepy eyes and, uh, like, just... He's not very aggressive, but he seems like big enough that he could like fall on you and and be kind of a threat. And he has a lot of stuff though. <laughs> like he has a lot of the right things to be in a conversation with a guy. He doesn't. I he mean, I've never first... heard his words. I've only seen the pictures. Where are the words? He's a model, is what he is. And it's so funny that like there these people are creaming their jeans about this guy. He's like you know running around in like a rolled up shirt. It's Looking like he, Hugh Grant. It's because he, look, he looks like every white dude that yeah. is like the cool, like. He is, yeah. He's like Michael Phelps looking. He looks like he, he looks <laughs> yeah. like a swimmer. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's he probably, lean. Yeah, he's real, real lean. Yeah, looks, probably eats right. <laughs> they also love guys with like teeth. They love those big teeth. They love man. that. They, love they think that's a sign teeth. of success, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like he's a guy that like has a. Uh, uh, like he got so much success that his teeth were real bad in the front and he went to the doctor and he was like, can you fix my teeth? And they just added like two inches to <laughs> my, my opinion. So my opinion, to get back to the original thing is some, after he gets off down off the table, very, the toughest guy in the room or gals or non-binary pal, toughest person in the room has to say, Hey, you gonna clean that fucking table, <laughs> right in front yeah. of everybody, and yeah. see what he does, right? I do like that. I do. That's like the best that. way to do it. I think it shows like a disregard for the people that work at the place to me. That's in a fun, way, and it's just like you know, I feel like I'm in like a Zoe Deschanel movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not. I just think it, it like it, it does show a disregard for the people that have to clean up after he leaves. I don't know. You're being like... I'm being a baby, I know. You just don't work anymore. They have to wipe that table whether or not he jumps up on it or not. You are probably right. <laughs> you are probably right about that. They're going to have to wipe that table off. Okay. No, I'm but I understand. Baby. It's become like, you know, this precious symbol I got of a the new worker. 
got a uh, story for you, Brett, that I think is going to weird you out a little bit. So I needed to get, I want to make sure we get this on the show tonight. And it's about California, the the wacky world of uh yeah, Cali, hell yeah! You know? Who knows? It's wild out there. It is. It's a wonderful place. I know. Though. I gotta they tell have you, all I the best ideas. Already want to do a live show back in. I know. LA. I kept thinking we could from Las Vegas, we could end up in L.A. <laughs> I told Kate, I was like, "Well, you know, I know I got you booking. We got you booking a lot of tours, but we'd also like to be back in L.A. in December." <laughs> it's just the place was so great. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Modifications and updates to elevators are generally exclusively good things, but the addition of buttons reading riot inside several at a Sacramento state building prompted frightened and confused reactions from employees working there. So these elevators, they added a button yeah. to the elevators in a government building that said riot, <laughs> and they told nobody yeah. what they were for. Right, right, right. What do you think they're for? Um, a lockdown mode of something to prevent the bottom floor from like the proletariat to get into the bottom. And so they can't get to up. I was thinking it locks out the bottom floor from getting to the top floors. I was thinking it would just start playing like really heavy metal music and then people just start moshing (laughs) it. Riot, riot. Riot. (laughs) It would be like generic music. Suit, suit, riot. (laughs) Riot. Hand me a bottle of beer. (laughs) Press the riot button. I want to hear suit, suit, riot. Just shuffle through all the best songs about rioting. (laughs) One building employee, Tanya Ballard, told KOVR that she's concerned there's an undisclosed reason the buttons needed to be added to the elevators. Now, this is the kind of thinking I like, folks, uh, because nobody randomly puts a riot button in there, Ballard said. Somebody, the powers that be, knows something that we don't know and they don't want to alarm us. I predict a riot. (laughs) I predict a riot. FEMA camps. That fucking rocks, though, to to, to take it, like, right away. Just be like... uh, you know, the powers that be know why they're adding. You press the riot button and then a rocket engages on the bottom of the elevator and blasts you out the roof of the building <laughs> to a safety island. Like, what do you think she thinks? The riot button. When is it? What is it now? Okay. Where's like the Willy head? Wonka thing at the end of the movie? Where <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never gone this high up. before. <laughs> I've never rioted before. <laughs> I've never pressed this one. Their purpose as the department. Is there a panic button still on them? Is there still a panic button on elevators? Emergency button. They don't say panic. Panic is like such a fucking bad word to put on a machine. You know? Especially in the world we live in now where everybody's Everybody's panicking 24 hours a day, seven (laughs) days a week. It's true. There's always a reason to panic. I'm like halfway through a panic attack right now. (laughs) Okay. You know? Yeah. If there was a panic button right now, I'd press it to get out of here. Right. Okay. (laughs) You don't want to write panic on anything. Okay. Riot. Their purpose, as the Department of General Services later outlined, is reported to light up Reportedly, to light up to inform riders the elevators will not stop at the first floor in the event of an emergency, like it. a riot or violent protest, a department spokesperson. However, I knew it. <laughs> that's right out of J.G. Ballard's novel, um, High Rise. I, the, I didn't see the movie. The but, one Will told you to read. Yeah, but the book is fucking good. A riot, but why did they write? Like, it's such a crazy thing to write on the button. They could have put anything yeah, in there, dude. Man, that, no, I feel no, like they, they could have fucking not even put, put the button there. And it told the employees in a company-wide email, like, hey, if there's a riot, the thing will go to the first floor. Press the green one. Press yeah. the green button or something. Well, won't let them go to the first floor. 
Like, like that's all it is. is. Like right, it right. Won't, the elevator won't go to the first floor, so that we can't get up. Right, so we can't tear their heads off. We're all willing to run up some steps. They're gonna have boiling oil that comes out of the ceiling. There'll be a boiling oil button next to the fire alarm. Pull the boiling boiling oil lever. To keep them away, <laughs> and the stairs will turn into a fucking slide. <laughs> oh, here we go. The buttons were installed as a part of our overall safety and emergency plan, covering a variety of scenarios, including the need to have the elevator not reach the first floor. A spokesperson tells SFGate, the wording is in the process of being changed to more effectively reflect the purpose. We apologize for anyone who was distressed with the wording. <laughs> so what are they changing it to now? It doesn't say. It's... It's like, like uh, uh, when, when the installation of a button reading to, right? riot is unusual. Big old elevator button. Like, I don't know what they <laughs> gonna. What are they gonna name it? I don't right? know. I'm trying uh, to think of what you could if you could like add a line or something to it. People love lockdowns now, like especially in state buildings. Like, like they, they love the word lock. They'll just do a lockdown. Lockdown's a good one. Lockdown yeah. is it. Lockdown they don't want you to feel like you're in jail. You know, but what? But people do want to know they can be locked down. Like, yeah, that makes people feel safe. It does. Yeah, it's real. Like, we have a protocol for locking down. They're like, please don't panic anybody. We can all lock down. If any of us ever gets out of control, a cop will hold us down and put a boot on our neck. You know, like so we're safe to keep us safe yeah they're yeah. like uh, they're like one of those fucking nervous ass dogs that has to wear a real tight vest to feel comfortable you know? <laughs> i wonder what they're what the state like what was what was the thinking when they added this to the elevator oh they did the numbers and realized that they did the numbers yeah they did the numbers like uh i think that there's gonna be all, all out riots eventually so we should probably Look ahead to that. We looked at the wealth distribution chart, and we thought it might be smart to add a riot button to the elevator. Yeah, it's cheaper than fixing the problem. Trust me. I mean, riots are fucking wild, but like, yeah, you don't think they are? No, I think they're wild. No, they are. No, they're they're bonkers. I mean, anybody that's like been in one is like, oof, yikes. Yeah, nobody's like shooting for a riot. It's wild. It's just always high acting. You know, there's no like moment of peace. Yeah, you can't just walk. You can't just like duck down to the side and you know no you there's not like a break room no 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 somewhere there are periods though sure where you can stand outside of what would be considered the mosh like in a mosh pit there's like an area on the outside that you can stand and you're like not right Brian, you're echoing am i really well uh i unplug your uh oh it's his mic is picking me up let me move oh, away. Fine. I'm moving away. Maybe. It just came, though. It, the echoing just started? I guess they're saying it. Yeah, well, I mean... I Did it go away like, now? Oh, God damn it. These they fucking do love mics. You sound, like, uh, you sound like the Who, man. It's only teenage waste. They, they're saying it's your earbuds feeding back into the microphone. My earbuds... Oh. Are they plugged in? There you go. All right, how's that? Is that better? Did we get it? Do you feel uncomfortable without those things around your neck, though? These weren't plugged in. I oh. unplugged the other those, ones. Which ones are the necklace away. ones? These are the necklace ones. Okay. You got to get like, like a... The, the lightning... You got to uh, get like a bracelet cord one. the necklace ones. I mean, if really... <laughs> whole accessories. If some yeah. sweetheart wants to send me ear pods, I won't wear them around my neck anymore. 
but oh, this no, is the I only place. That. You no. would hate it if I got rid of the neck, the the earbud necklace. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's like the freest necklace you can get. It just came with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's look at a scam. How's that sound? That's what it was. That's what it's been the whole. Has this what it's been the whole time? Is that that stupid thing? Why? Well, I mean, the they're echo? always plugged in. Yeah, you always keep them. But they're saying they kind of dig the echo. So go ahead and there's plug no it right back in, Brian. No way. Everybody says they're, they're. I can't turn that sound. They want you to sound like Pete Townsend. Oh, hold on. Don't cry. Don't change your mind. It's only teenage waistline. Okay. Waistline. I always say that. Teenage I don't know why. I think it's waist. fun. Is that what you want back? Like, yeah, I want my teenage. That's no, I weird out. You just back. weird out that song. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch, bunch of 29 like, waist. Yeah, a bunch of old people. Yeah, that wish they had their teenage waistline. It's true. <laughs> All right. I got us a good story. The, the problem, the reason I keep the headphones plugged in just like for a little thing is that I can't turn the sound off on my computer because it's the NDI. So if I turn the sound off on my computer, I guess I can turn the sound. Okay. Yeah, fuck you it. just hit who that cares? mute button. Just hit that mute button. I mean, like who cares really? Listen, I mean, they love it. Shit. I think they're saying it's like a bonus. All right. Officials around the country. They said they're going to push the riot button if the echo doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just means I can't get to the first floor. I mean, that doesn't matter. Uh, so here we go. All right. Uh, officials around the country are warning consumers about a scam that is targeting Walmart shoppers. Now, this is very deceptively worded. Okay. I'm going to read the rest of this story, and, and y'all are go both going to be like, ah, oh, tight. Okay. <laughs> so, law enforcement said scammers are impersonating Walmart employees and approaching customers in the parking lot, asking to see a receipt for proof of purchase. According to the Johnston County report, the suspect typically targets shoppers with expensive items, such as electronics and television. Officials said the subjects then take the receipt, head into the store, and use it to shoplift the items listed. I knew exactly where that was going. That is amazing. <laughs> that is, that is, that that is really smart. That's not targeting shoppers. Yeah. That doesn't I mean, do fine. any. You're just not going to have your receipt anymore. Yeah. That's all. Everybody gets electronic receipts now anyway. Yeah, I was leaving Target the other day, and I don't use a bag ever. But So I always end up like carrying all my stuff just under my arm. And I just have like a folded, half folded up receipt. And I'm like, if it doesn't even ma matter what's written on this thing. I just have it like in my fucking mouth and I just walk out and they're like, oh, you look like you got a lot there. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I know what I got. <laughs> I mean, this scam, the way that they talk this about is this is that it's targeting Walmart shoppers. Like, actually, it's targeting Walmart, which in yeah. technically is tar targeting the Waltons who, right. they don't need that money. Right, it shouldn't be targeted. They're yeah. one of our targets, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of like, hey, um. Can I see your uh, receipt? Yeah. I need to take a look at it. I got to take it in a store and validate that it's like a real receipt. Yeah. And then just steal it and come. You what can come back out and give the receipt back. Yeah, what if they were carrying yeah. the TV and they gave him the receipt back? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the coolest, man. Yeah, but that's true because you got that timestamp on it, too. That, like, recent timestamp. You're golden. Yeah. It's a perfect fucking scam. Oh I, you know God. what? If you're the Walmart scammer out in the parking lot... Just let me know you're the Walmart scammer. I'll give you the goddamn receipt. And yeah. you don't even have to tell them. As long as you get me something extra. 
Yeah, if I would in a different life, I would get really good at like wigs and makeup and come up with different personas for myself <laughs> and just do this all afternoon instead of having a job. Yeah, that is sort of the problem with it's, uh that is sort of the problem with like they will recognize you. It's like yeah. a really quick like you only have so many chances to do it. It's once, once a day. Right. But if you have like an airstream as your like studio for makeup and then you just hit the road and hit Walmart's all over the fucking country. And you just can this independently wealthy guy that's shoplifting <laughs> yeah. from Walmart you all can, over the country. You can, you can double it up with this kind of a callback, but to the 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 scam where the guy was uh taking money from car washes. You remember that? Like, uh, you guys had talked about it. They were taking, he was uh, going to the machines and putting the money, stealing money from car washes all around the United States. I don't remember that one. Do you yeah. remember that? Which so, one? Stealing. Well, I remember a stealing from car. What was it? Again, he was I'm like, sorry. I was uh, reading the chat. He was, he was putting, um, he was going around the United States and he was like, uh, I think he was putting like, uh, a dollar bill or like a twenty dollar bill and like the thing and uh, we did it out. this. Yeah, yeah we you guys. That's why I said. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said you guys. You guys did that. So like you, uh, you could you could do both of those. Right, you right. Go around a different, and then you wouldn't need the uniform because you could just travel around to different WalMarts and do it. Let's just yeah. go on a fucking well, petty crime tour, dude. Yeah, where it's just like the whole tour is funded by like ripping off car yeah. washes in Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> What's the jail time on something like that? Sure. You get a nice pair of slippers, right? Yeah, some, you get, get some Bob Barker. We, we go out. What we do is we leave home. We rip off a Walmart. We rip off a car wash. We do a live show. We give the TV away at the live show. Like, that's... <laughs> we'll get an HBO documentary made about us. The Stolen Shit Tour. That would be sweet. I would love that. It sounds very fun. I always, I always have these ideas for tours that would be illegal. All right, uh, we got one, one, one more, one last thing that that we need to talk about, and then I think we're done here, man. I'm looking at our timey time. Yeah, uh, just wanna uh, just wanna throw this out there. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw this out there. The Kickstarter, the company that makes a bunch of horrible things. Oh yeah. Um, their employees plan to unionize. Employees at Kickstarter, the decade-old crowdfunding platform, are planning to unionize, potentially making them the first organized labor force among major tech firms. The move comes less than a week after Gimlet Media. Ugh, the, what's a Gimlet? I mean, Gimlet just sounds horrible. Uh, some sort of drinking glass? Gimlet. Yeah. Mm, uh, the podcasting like company, soon to be acquired by tech giant Spotify, announced its <laughs> own plan to unionize with the Writers Guild of America East. So, unionized podcasters is very cool. It also comes a month after Amazon abandoned plans for a second headquarters in Kickstarter's home of New York City, in part because of pressure by local politicians to insist on neutrality from the company in the face of unionization attempts in Staten Island by the retail, wholesale, and department store union. Kickstarter told Gizmodo in an email that it is aware of its employees' unionization efforts. We're proud that everyone here at Kickstarter cares deeply about its mission and its future, a spokesperson said in its statement. Usually the second part 
of that sentence is the one that makes you hate the company. You know what I mean? They're always like, we're really, we're really happy that our employees are really passionate about their job and the mission that we have at Kickstarter. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah. But so let's hear what this second sentence is. We're aware that there are team members at Kickstarter who are interested in forming a union. Okay. And we look forward to hearing more about our employees. Quotes. Concerns. They had to put mm. quotes around the word concern. These employees don't have concerns. Yeah, they're concerns. Yeah, come on. In a memo obtained by The Verge, Kickstarter Union states that the company's values have failed to manifest in our workplace, and the union hopes to encourage solidarity, transparency, and accountability and a seat at the table. It's not known currently which employees are part of the union, if they've signed union cards, or what percentage of the workforce work farce it's more like a work yeah, farce. more like a work farce here guys <laughs> are in support of organizing the office of professional employees international union local 153 which is assisting in the organizing efforts provided the following statement to gizmodo Kickstarter United is as proud to start the process of unionizing to safeguard and enrich Kickstarter's charter commitments to creativity equity and positive impact on society what's the like like more cards against humanity games <laughs> like their positive impact to society is like alarm clocks that shoot aromatherapy at you and two thousand dollar fucking coolers with a radio in them. the world's smallest umbrella <laughs> i mean come on Don't, yeah. that's a lie and one wheel Lug luggage with usb ports in it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> one wheel device like uh transportation devices that thing uh that world's biggest macaroni salad or whatever that <laughs> yes, was that, that happened <laughs> yeah. that happened macaroni here salad party yeah it's just um okay, i mean these companies all have like such high opinions of themselves well, i know you right. have to say that sure. shit to make yourself feel better in right. the world you know but it's always funny when you hear it because it's like well, come on you know right. kickstarter is mostly like a lot of junk that they're selling uh yeah lots of uh flash animated libertarian video games were funded on kickstarter <laughs> <laughs> kickstarter's fucking nuts man uh we want to set the standard for the entire industry now is the time come together union union uh unionize and uh, what may be an unrelated event, Kickstarter CEO Perry Chen announced he's stepping Strong down name. from his role. <laughs> Strong ass name. So, yeah, Kickstarter's unionizing, and and just this after the successful unionization of the Anchor Brewing Company that right. our buddy Brace was a part of. Yeah, and it's just uh, like their workers want a union. You know, like it may seem at times like they don't they don't want that. But once uh, workers of all different types, once once they understand that, like, this is just us leveraging our collective yeah. power against the company who has significantly more power than any of us as an individual. I think they want I think most people would be cool with being in and, a union. I mean, I don't you know, it may be hipster to bring back stuff from the old days, but um, I really think that old union shit they used to do is a lot better than what we fucking ended up with, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's, like, so obvious that, like, the, the, the way that the union membership declined over the years and how bad, like, employment, like, how bad yeah. jobs are just horrible it's crazy i mean we're i'm just seeing more and more twitters of screen grabs from craigslist that are just bonkers 
You know, I, don't come to this place and expect fucking anything. You know, <laughs> but what about that asshole? Some asshole was hiring somebody for four, I got it. I forty got it. hours as an independent contractor. I got like, it. Let's read that one because we didn't do it on the other show. So this is for Epicurious. Yeah, it is a, uh, it is a a, a food site. I, I guess. I believe so, or maybe Stoic. Wisdom. So let's talk know. about the wording Epic of the first. Let's, 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 yeah, maybe is it Epicuriosity? <laughs> I think it means Epicurean was like a period in history that had something with, to do with like food and shit. No, like Epi- that. he was a dude. Epicurious Epic- was a dude. Okay, well, yeah. he must have been into food or some shit. That's you know? like someone that's if you're Epicurious, it means you're into food. You're into mm. Epi. Right into food. So let's look at the wording of this while we're, I mean, we, we got, we got a little bit more time and we can look into the wording (laughs) of this tweet, which I think was really funny. This shit is so Epicurious was an atomic materialist materialist following in the steps of Democritus. Democritus. Okay. Well, now that you've compared them to Democritus, I know now. So here's how he started this, which, by the way, you would think he would have deleted this threat because this job is yeah, this, this is embarrassing. Is I mean, this is something that like, well, there's just an amount of shame that I I think that I I can just imagine being taken down with you know like if I was to post that and not really realize what I was asking of somebody you know I think I would be embarrassed after someone pointing out and like oh you're right like this is pretty pretty awful right and and I want to also say that uh, that. The that uh, Epicurious isn't some small business. Condé Nast owns it, which is a large magazine publisher, I believe, or some shit like that. So here's how he worded the first tweet for the job posting. I have an amazing job for a food writer who is at the beginning of her slash his career. Okay. Here are the details. Yeah. They always got it. All they jobs they, are for people that are at the beginning. Of hey, career. and they led with her. That's progressive. Well, sure. Yeah. Epicurious is looking for a sharp organized cooking obsessed editorial assistant yeah. to join our small corner of Condé Nast. Cool. The right candidate will thrive while performing both creative editorial tasks and detail oriented production tasks. Sounds and we don't know high what, level. We don't know what this job is yet. Okay. It does sound like a lot of work. Detail oriented. Sounds like it's work. important. Here's, here's where it gets wild. This is a full-time freelance position based in New York city. <laughs> full-time freelance. Yeah. So you're full-time a full-time you, how can you do any? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I always, they do this all the time though. They do this whole, like you're a contractor. Hey, you're a full-time independent contractor, dude. You got, I mean, you can do anything you want on your off time. You're an independent contractor. Free buddy. your money. Spend you're independent, you man. <laughs> yeah, you can do anything. <laughs> Uh, so relocation funds are not available for this position. So okay, <laughs> we're not going to pay for you. Live in New York or have someone else pay for it. <laughs> yeah, max out your credit cards. So let's look at the job. A rough outline of the job's various duties. One newsletter production. So you're writing a newsletter. Okay, twenty percent of the job. Newsletters are a vital source of traffic for Epicurious, and the EA will be asked will be tasked with writing and building our daily send, as well as one as other one off sends through the week. So you're going to be writing the emails that they send out. Recipe production: the EA will build roughly thirty recipes, our most important editorial resource, every month. So they want you to develop a recipe every day. 
Now, yeah. now we, we're all thinking like recipes, you know? Oh shit! Well, like there's recipes all over. That, no, they want you to start from nothing and make a recipe and then write it all down and give it to them for nothing. By the way, well, it's full time freelance work, yeah. so I don't think you're getting paid by the piece because it's no. full time, right? Well, no, you're just getting paid per hour, probably. Yeah, or salary, more likely. Well, no, if it's freelance, it's not salary. SEO maintenance. Or they could just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're... They I, put the well, money because in it's a position that doesn't fucking exist, dude. That's why we don't know. We shouldn't know how much it's paying because it doesn't... It's not a real thing. Full-time freelancer is like... No, that's a, a real thing. Made up... That's not. It just means you get no benefits at all. It just means that every hour you're paid, there's no taxes coming out. You're 1099, but you're working at one place 40 hours a week like it's a regular job. There's full-time freelancers like you work five hours here, you work 10 hours here, you work 20 hours here. Right. That is someone that's like putting it all together. But this is what they're calling full-time freelance is actually 40 hours a week. Like you said, doing content creation and working at this fucking place. You're an employee at this point. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they, they are all, they're just getting out of it. Like you're doing it just means all they the don't work. have to. Yeah. It yeah. means they don't have to chip in for any of your social security. It means they don't have to provide you health care. That's why they want to keep you as freelance. Yeah. And it's just a technicality thing to them too. It's just a word that that's like a word that protects them from having to do the right thing as an employer. You know, uh, you yeah, we S- have someone in the, Chat is, is a full-time freelance comic artist. And they said the editors are the only ones that are on payroll. But, yeah. Okay. But this is sounds like this isn't just creating – this isn't just, like, writing articles. No. This is a – this is, like, a lot – I yeah. mean, this sounds like a ton of work it to does. me, first of all. Because we've just said 30 recipes. Okay, so a newsletter a few times a week. I think it's a daily, right? 20% of your time or something. It said uh, – it said a uh, uh, newsletter production. Newsletters are a vital source. It will be tasked with. So you'll send them once a day through okay. the week. You will write your newsletters. So you're going to, but let's try to picture even a day at work. So I'm going to get up and write a newsletter. That doesn't just take 15 minutes. That's like an hour or two. Yeah, hour or two. And then recipe production. They won't want a day. They want 30 of them a month. It says one a day. It says the EA will build roughly 30 recipes, our most important editorial resource, every month. Oh, Holy some shit. real shitty recipe. Wait, so, so 30? 30 I'm a month. copying. You just go to Pinterest. Oh, yeah. You just go, to, <laughs> go to Pinterest, change up some of the... the change the order of it yeah. and give it a different name. Make like, it keto or something. Yeah. <laughs> Make it keto to take the butter out and yep. put fucking yogurt Put or coconut something. oil in there instead. <laughs> yeah. Make a vegan one. Writing. A core part of the EA's job will be pitching and writing two to three articles and two to three galleries every week. Mm. So you you do the newsletter and you yeah. also need to have an article, two to three articles every week, right? And in various administrative tasks, which is always the oh no, <laughs> endless amount of spreadsheets. <laughs> that's that's overtime shit. It's sick. It's various administrative tasks is the thing that is like this is gonna be a lot of work, uh, which is a core. Uh, you will be uh, pitching, a re- so ver- uh, such as calling in books slash products, shopping for taste tests, helping with mailing, except- so you're an assistant. Yeah. You're also doing the assistant's job. Yeah. While you're doing, a, this is a full-time writing job. Yeah, yeah. This it's is like, just, you're a straight-up employee of this company. Freelancing means you should be able to do two or three things a month. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, go ahead. It is intense amount of pressure. Yeah, I've done it. I've done some of that for the one company I worked for, and uh, it took a shitload of time because it just becomes a daunting task to come up with shit every single day about fucking food. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. No one, no one can be that passionate about. Not to it. mention while you're doing other shit like making fucking copies and facts and yeah. shit, and trying to like that doesn't right. Like, you're getting coffee and shit. Yeah. You have to order the bir- You have to take it out of time out of your day to order the birthday cake for the month. You know, yeah, for the office. Yeah. But you're just the freelancer. Yeah. Being a freelancer is... I mean, they, they have just gotten this thing down now where every job is a freelance yeah. job or right. a contractor or some kind of a... I posted a joke job posting of like full-time, part-time employee. And you know that that'll end up being a thing at some point. You will work full-time hours, but you'll be compensated like a part-time employee. I mean, they're already sort of doing that with those people that make work 29 hours a week. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like 30 hours is overtime. Make sure you never get to 30 hours. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. What a fucking job. What a There was another one I saw too. Yeah. Full-time contract position. So it's just like all these people that like these writers that are like, come on, man, like benefits. It's going, I mean, it's going everywhere. Yeah. It's going, all the jobs are going to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are just higher on demand or temps and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, it was getting that way when I was like working back in the day. It's like, if you don't have a college degree. You're probably gonna do some time in a temp agency. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. Did you ever work at a temp agency, Jake? Did you ever do the temp? No, agency? I've just worked a lot of really shitty jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done the temp <laughs> agency temp thing agent. ever? No. I worked for Adeco, Dawson, and uh, I think those are the only two. And I had, <laughs> I had, audio is now Adeco. Remember that? Yeah, and I that also, I also had a, a, a an experience like I came real close to that labor ready company a few times mm-hmm. when I was really broke. They'll pay you every day. Yeah. I had, I had went to go to one and it was like, you can, you can start tomorrow. And it was oh, like, yeah. uh, it was like, well, no, no, no. Technically, technically I did work for like a temp agency and it was, uh, it was really bad. They were paying everybody. It was like eight bucks an hour. And they're like, Oh, we can, we, if you don't have transportation, uh, there's buses, you can come to these bus stops and they'll pick you up. But then, like, they charge you, like, $25 a day for the bus to come Whoa. get you. And, yeah. Fuck. It was, and it was, like, assembly. It was, like, assembly line work. And, uh, oh, yeah, wild shit. I remember, like, people used to, they, like, people used to show, it was the best. People used to just show up drunk. I would see people drinking on, like, our, our lunch breaks and shit. There was a security guard, and uh, this chick beat the shit out of the security guard, and like people used to fight there all the time. Wow, it was yeah, yeah. I mean, it those jobs are really like <laughs> they, I, it is like a real desperation thing. It's like, sure, I'll give you my whole day. You know what? I'll just give you my day if you give me eighty dollars or, yeah, or whatever the amount of money is. There were times, dude. Mm-hmm. There's been times in my life where like I need eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And You're where right. are you going to get that eighty dollars if you've maxed out all the if you've burned all the payday advance places in town? Yeah, and after they take all your money, it's like Monday. You're working Monday through Friday, and my checks was like maybe four hundred. Like yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. I went through. I uh, was just about to try to get, so. Uh, when Street Fight was, we were trying to get Street Fight off the, like when we decided it was going to be our job, mm-hmm. I went to Dawson Industrial and I was going to work in a warehouse for, mm-hmm. instead of drive for Lyft mm-hmm. for a few months just to make enough money to live. Mm-hmm. 
but like it couldn't work out because you know if street fight becomes my job then i don't but i only i have to go to a real job 40 hours a week and you know that kind of doesn't work but uh i ended up deciding not to do it because they were gonna fucking piss test me for a temp job yeah. i was like fuck you man i'm not gonna take a piss test for a temp job this is a temp job what do they need <laughs> to know about me i'm just trying to fucking make boxes or this, some this, shit. this shows you how how bad they needed people like uh i went to like the hiring event for it right and um they gave everybody mouth swabs but and they gave you all your paperwork that you had to sign but before they gave you they in all your paperwork before they gave you the mouth swab there was already your drug test results in there (laughs) oh yeah so it was like everybody was passed so you went to one of those job fairs like that the news does the employment nah nah it was like it was at some it was wait wait so it was fixed Yeah. yeah it was fixed it was like uh they like they probably they, threw that swab in the trash. Dude. Yeah, yeah, they they uh didn't even really look at the swab shit because the paperwork with your drug test results was already copied in everybody's paperwork that they had to sign for like the app and shit. I <laughs> <laughs> like it rocks, man. Yeah, it was the best. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, if you're hiring <laughs> temps, you can't expect them to be clean. If you're was it a daily temp job? What was the co- labor? Was it a labor ready? It was Minutemen for- or whatever. I, I forget. It was some, it was something like labor ready. I forget what it, I forget yeah. what the fuck it was called. Those are some How crazy fucking jobs. I did it for like, I think I did it for like three weeks, maybe a month, but then I quit just because it was just like. It fucking sucks too. Yeah. What, what else have you done? We 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 can go five ten more minutes here. What else have you? Because you did say you've had oh, yeah, yeah. jobs. Oh yeah. Street fight. They, they I worked. Uh, I worked at this place called Seat Treats. And seat treats. Seat treats and seat treats. Uh, they do all the um, like vending and stuff for uh fucking like football games and shit uh, at like at like crew stadium they did all like the you know get your beer here you did that you didn't get your beer here i didn't i wasn't one of the people that did that i was a loader i i, I was the one that gave the shit to the vendors okay oh no and, that doesn't sound uh, like the good job of get your beer here oh well see see well and they didn't pay shit they didn't pay yeah. shit but it was what, uh, it was 650 uh, seven? It was seven. Yeah, it was seven. It seven dollars. I do it. I, I, I can just sometimes you tell me a job. You tell me a job that you've had, and I'll tell you how much you got paid. Let me, and like, let's uh, try that. The the good thing was was like uh, we would make we would make our little money because it was me and one of my friends. And like when I would uh, load the shit, I you have to write down what you gave the person. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I give him extra shit. He would sell that, and then we'd split it with each other. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah, I can see that being. A, as soon as they're like, "Oh, I get to do the numbers," you're like, "Yeah, oh, bet, yeah." Because my so, <laughs> for sure, yeah, it's yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, sure, you got this, you got that." Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that. So that's how that's how we made that work. Yeah, you're just making jobs work by like figuring out a scam. It's, well, it's making like, those shitty low job, oh, low paying oh. jobs work by getting a scam to make it a high paying job. Yeah, when you're eight dollars an hour, the only thing you're thinking about is like, how do I make more than eight dollars an hour? <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, that is true. Do you? Were, I remember having jobs making like nine dollars an hour and being like, if I'm if I just fucking made eleven dollars, that's hour, what motivated all of it. Yeah. All of my, all of it from the warehouse. All of my stealing is that. It's like. Okay, this isn't enough. Uh, I've been doing this for a few months. I'm living in hell right now. Yeah. So I think I need more money. Yeah, I yeah. More money would solve a lot of these financial problems that are ruining my life. I wish I had your, like, 
your kind of drive? Because I was, I was always like, well, cause you know, you work at the cable company. There's a million things to steal. Yeah. But it was always like, who am I going to sell this shit to? Right. But I really could have probably sold. Yeah, that you could have figured. You know, sell, out. sell it. Shit, cable boxes on eBay would be. It's just fairly easy. Connecting you, dots, man. It's just you have to run through all of like how the yeah. If you work in a if you work in an office, like printer cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Printer cartridges also, make you money. Yeah. But there's also like you know. Infor- if you have you have access to information that's valuable, like like I like I've said before, I've talked to clients off the record and told them like I'll give you a super good deal. Well, on that's the, see that's the for people with guts, though. Yeah, that's not mm. for cowards. I like mean, me. you're I, I'm I'm here at the office. You're paying five hundred dollars for this information. I'll download it on my own computer and call you later tonight and <laughs> sell it to you for two hundred and fifty dollars. You know, like. That was that was a good one, but what, what, I don't. That, I yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to get anybody arrested. I've already got you pretty close to that. Have you, ever, have <laughs> yeah. you sold seat, seat treats? Was allegedly by the that's way. That's true. This, this is all just jokes. What, what else? You, what, was there uh, any other shitty jobs you've had? Um, that you can think of. Somebody is think. asking if any of us or somebody in the thing said sell your blood for money. I've oh, never done it because I'm afraid of needles. All day plasma center. All day. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to do it all the time and like. I'm a big old guy, so I have really hard veins to find. And, like, I remember I had, I used to get fucking the hematoma shits all the time, look like I had fucking golf balls in my arms. And, like, I remember some of the people that worked there, because you didn't really need to be, uh, like, a, like certified in anything medical to work there, I found out. They okay. kind of just can get hired on and they'll train you. Okay. And you just got to make sure that when you go there, you ask for the person who is, like, the registered nurse. Like, ask, like, oh, I want I want them to stick me. Cause, right, right. Because you might get stuck wrong. And then, yeah. And then yeah. it kind of hurts a little bit and you feel a little, woo, you know, get that little shock wave go through your body a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, like, that's the wrong one. My wife <laughs> yeah. and I have, uh, I'm afraid of needles, but we have talked about her going and doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never did it. Like we're we're very uh, we we lean really heavy in our times on the payday advances and the pawns. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like pawning shit and selling shit at games. Yeah, mine was Plasma Center and then like bootlegging DVDs back in the day. That yeah, was that was my game. <laughs> I never yeah. went to, that's crazy. <laughs> How'd you sell them? Oh, I just because I did studio time for people and then. They would always be like, man, you got, uh, one of my uh, people had a multiple DVD duplicator thing, and uh, I asked if I could use it, and then people would just come through the studio wanting to record stuff, and they would see, I would be like, oh, bro, I got these movies or whatever, and then they were just like, wanted to buy them. I wasn't trying to sell the movies originally, I was just like, oh, bro, I'll give you a copy of it, but they were like, I want something I can watch on my DVD player. So then I would like burn the DVD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they'd be like, I'll pay you for it. And I'm like, cool. Go the trick. It becomes like a fucking product, like a DVD. But like, you're like, I got a whole DVD burning factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, and then you get the you get the light scribe DVDs. You can you know burn the little burn a little cover on, on top, it, make it make yeah. it look real official. On yeah, the did that? Yeah. You didn't just because I would give. I'm an idiot, and I would burn the movies and just give them to guys at work for free that didn't. Oh, uh, well, see, I I write right on the well, front see, with a with a marker. I didn't. My whole like, thing is I I would give them to people for free, but then they would want it so much, and then they'd be like, "Bro, I will pay you for it. I'll yeah. pay you for it." And I'd be like, "All right, cool." And it was always like. 
they wanted specific shit that's kind of hard to find, like Bebe's kids. Like everybody, that's super hard to <laughs> find, is. but you can find it, bro. Yeah. And like so many people, the, at least people I knew really wanted that. Yep. And it was so random. That's my yeah, that birthday was, present one year was I needed to see Bebe's. <laughs> so, what he said, uh, he noticed I have on mine Garbage Pail Kids. And uh-huh. that was one that like disappeared. Like uh-huh. in that era when there when file sharing wasn't as popular and wasn't as easy, you know? Mm-hmm. That movie wasn't even on DVD, and it was, like, lost forever. And then I finally got a copy of it, and I've hung on to it. And, mm-hmm. uh, fuck, man, how many I think is... Uh, but, like, I'm sorry. So when I when I got that one, I bought labels, and I printed out the label and put it on top of them. I did the same thing. Real, real. I made labels guys, for them, too. Like, yeah, I'm charging you money. I'm trying to... You gotta to, be, you know, like, it's a presentable, here. bro. Yeah, like, yeah. This Damn. is a business transaction. <laughs> That's so fucking cool to me, man. I'm so lazy. It sucks, because it's, like... I could still have all those games. I could still have a motherfucking Dreamcast right now. Oh, yeah. Or if I wasn't so fucking, like, just, I was just such a desperate dude and was just like, I don't have any skills. I don't do anything. And, and like, nobody ever paid me a dollar for those DVDs. And I was, like, going out and buying the DVD-Rs, like, yeah. to give to people so that they would, like, like me. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> that was, like, my whole thing. Like, just so you were paying, you were paying them. Well, yeah, it was sort of like a lack of confidence that it was like people like me if I can get them stuff. Well, and mine, that's why I did it. Mine really, it was like, there was some times when it was for the money, but most of the time it was the people that wanted them like had drugs. And I was like, oh, I don't have to give you money. I can just get yeah. the drugs this way. <laughs> that's that's true. And then it was like, oh, okay, this works. These are valuable. These are valuable. Yeah. DVD. Well, uh, Jake, I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us. It was very fun. Yeah, and, we're uh, glad to see here that you are free and clear, not guilty. Me too. Can't keep, can't keep him down. Can't keep Jake down. Fuck and he's friends. got music coming out soon, so we'll yeah. probably get some music on the air for yeah, you. Yeah, you'll hear it. It'll drop here first, I'm Call sure. it show yeah. will work this week. There are no issues. It's been tested, and it's all set up, and we will be going. Yeah, we yeah. have it working so far. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure... I fucked with it for for a second, so I'm pretty sure it should be good. And Jason knows how to do a lot of stuff that I don't know how to do. And I think putting us together, yeah, making it making it look real spiffy. It's like Double Dragon. Yeah, you guys are like Double Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Jake, like the two brothers, Tank. Jake and Jason. They were named Jake and Jason, Double Dragon brothers. Were named Jake and Jason. <laughs> I, I, did, yeah, I thought one of their names was Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. If you want more of what we do, support us on Patreon. Uh, we're getting bigger and better uh, and celebrating, you know, Jake's uh, say, Jake being freed from, you know, the, gra- the grasp of the government. Um, and we're glad that you came and hung out with us and chatted and everybody that said some shit. We will see y'all later this week, this Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're Street Fight. Peace. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, whole five, six figures. Stripes on my ass, so he call his pussy tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no ass to the picture. Drop a couple rights, watch his ass get thicker. Drinking on looking, I'm looking at your nigga. If it's funny, why he can eat it like a sticker? I ain't got time for you fake ass hoes. Talking all loud in them fake ass clothes. Fake ass shoes, match that fake ass toe. I'm the realest bitch ever see you snake ass hoes. Act up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get snatched up.
stacked up. You could get snatched up. Dirty ass ass, baby girl, you need to back up. It's your Miami and I can't run my stack up. Tired ass hoes on my page trying to track us. Brand new chain city girls going platinum. I keep a baby block. I ain't fighting with no random, period. You bitches weak, is you serious? I let him taste the pussy, now he acting all delirious. Did it dash, she the rubber like his face the furious. You see my number in his phone, now you acting curious. He gon' buy me Gucci if I ask for it. Your little sister wanna look like me. I bet your little brother wanna fuck on me. Hood bitch, good pussy, I ain't average. Um, he can't come around without that cabbage. Um, I'm a pussy bitch, quit like a bubble gum. I ain't never worry, I just do it for fun. Act up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get snatched up. Dirty ass ass, baby girl, you need to back JT on the track, and you know I'm by my paper. Pussy sweet, pussy tight, so he caught a life. If your ass a broke nigga, hell nah, I can't ditch it. If your ass a rich nigga, I'ma fuck you till you ain't one. If that nigga scammer, I'm turning to a dancer. I make it clap like he got the right answer. Sit on it with manners, get it harder than a hammer. He want a freak, pussy pink, breast cancer. Oh, you like big, but why I like big bucks. I don't care about your chain, nigga, or your big truck. Yeah, I know you getting it, but if you spinning it, give a fuck what a nigga got if he ain't giving it. Act up, you could get snatched up. Dirty ass ass, baby girl, you need to back up.